crocodile man, a witch woman, a guy yeah. that can set himself on fire? Right. Are you blind? <laughs> and she's like, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are in line for a popcorn. Hey, third person in line. What kind of popcorn do you want? Yeah. I'm okay. gonna quit! I'm All right, put it. down my resignation! Bro, and you're a better toilet <laughs> fixer than we know. <laughs> oh, you've been recording? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Hammer Barrel Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Robert Burry, joined as always by. Rowan Floyd. John Lee. <laughs> you guys are pathetic. Uh, each week we get together, we talk about really anything we want to. Um, you can always follow us if you like our content. Um, if you go to SoundCloud, we're soundcloud.com slash hammerbarrel. We're also on iTunes. We are now on Stitcher. And we are on iHeartRadio. Oh. You know. Oh, my God. Finally. Big leagues, friends. Yep. Big league. We have done it. We've made it. <laughs> Big um, day. And uh, you can also go to facebook.com slash hammerbarrel. Uh, we are there. And you, if you want to follow the most up-to-date on Twitter, if you follow me at Robert David Burry, that is the best place to find us. Oh, okay. Oh, great. <laughs> that's fine. That, 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 that's fine. Do you want to run the hammer back Twitter? I don't. I don't. There we that's go. fine. Right. That's, <laughs> we're doing it that way. You can be the face of it. I get it. Yes, I am the face of it. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, I'm all for it. <laughs> have you guys been watching or playing anything recently? I just played Night in the Woods. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which nice. is dope yeah. um it's hard to talk about that game because talking about it too much gives it away um i've kind of heard what happens to it without playing it it doesn't seem like it's that crazy spoilery because it definitely is a way i didn't expect it to go right but it, it seems like most of that game is about the conversations and the like story that you are being presented versus yeah. like the the twist right i think man it's one of those few games where the the like characters in that game you grow attached to. Like yeah. I've beaten that game and I have like had weird pangs now since I played the game to be like, I wanna go back and I wanna talk to my friends. Like that like <laughs> it has that emotional connection and it does a really good job. Um I would basically call it like the like millennial experience, including friendships, sadness, and existential dread. Well, and yeah, like the Fun. whole like intro is you coming back from like college, college or whatever. Yeah, you've and, just dropped yeah. out of college. Oh, yeah. really? You're coming, you're going back to your hometown. Yep. Yeah, and uh -huh. you, the whole game is played out like is day by day of your return. So each game day, you just go around the town doing things, and the plot starts to unfold. And so it's basically social building and mini games with an overarching meta plot. So there's no wrong way to play the game. No, right? like it's, I it's, think it's, 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 it's not pretty not really straightforward. Like, it's it's a straightforward. Like a it's a story. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a story, okay. and like you get to make choices, like how your character responds to things yeah. and so forth. And I mean, there's a lot of hidden content in that game. Like I beat the game, and I looked at my achievements, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I I uh, I because I'm looking at it now on uh, on my iPad. I didn't I didn't know it was like a game. Mm. I always thought it was like some sort of pilot for some like cartoon right. or TV yeah. show or like oh, really? yeah so like, I was like oh that's like so like whenever it showed up like on the uh, game review stuff I was like what are you talking about <laughs> it's, a, it's great like the the music is so solid um, the art direction is amazing 
the writing is some of the best I've seen. Like the, they probably benefit from the fact there's no voice actors. Oh really? So it's all written text, but they use sort of like that kind of like like banjo kazooie. Yeah, exactly. Like as an underscore, so the writing sells a bit better because you know like sometimes reading it versus you're putting the voices. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes a voice actor might not be able to deliver the line just right. Yeah, but. The animation's great. It's really clever. And I just fell in love with the characters. Like, they were so relatable. I was just like, you get it. Yeah. You get what it feels like to be a millennial yeah. and going through these, like, weird life changes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I played this little game called Florence. Oh, yeah? Which is on uh, iOS right now. I think it's coming to Android. But if you have an iOS device, whether it's, like, iPad or something, I would definitely recommend it. It's $3. And it's basically... Uh, the story is about two people who begin a relationship and end that relationship within like the span of like 30 to 40 minutes. Hmm. And Whoa. so it's like different little, like you're, you're kind of presented with like these little vignettes. So it's interesting cause you start out, um, you're following Florence, who's the main character and her relationship with her boyfriend and then ex-boyfriend Krish. And it's one of those things where like, you know, the fact that they split up is not really a spoiler cause it's just like, that's what the whole game is about. But it's really interesting. They put you in these different set pieces. Like when you first um, go out and go on the date uh, with Chris, you have these kind of like puzzle pieces that are conversation boxes. And at the beginning of the date, there's like eight puzzle pieces to put together to create one little text box. But as the date goes on, there's less and less pieces because the conversation is easier and easier. So it's just it just becomes like a flow of like, oh, you're getting into a rhythm with this person and you're starting to actually like – you know, be more comfortable and it's not as hard to like converse with them. Um, there's a lot of cool moments where um, at one point they move in with each other and there's a whole like decision point where you are having to remove stuff from yourself to put his stuff up. Mm. And so there's a lot of like interesting, like relationship building things and like just going through, um, you know, the beginnings of relationships living with each other. And then like the fall afterwards after like a breakup and stuff to where then all the stuff that you've put up, cause you get to pick, there's like, you don't have to put up everything. Um, you have to take all of that stuff and put it in a box, close the box, and, like, put it away. Oh, hmm. interesting. So it's a really interesting, like, 30-minute story about relationships and, like, how you can grow positively even if something negative happened at the end of it. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely recommend it. It's, like, three bucks, like, and it's awesome. Three bucks, half an hour, hour yeah. of gameplay. Yeah, it's totally worth it. It's one of those things where it's, like, you know, it's like it's a cup of coffee, like, yeah. you know, in cost. And what what like, would you play it on? I played it on my phone. Oh, okay. So it's an app. It's yeah. an app game. Yeah. And it's just, it's all touchscreen. The music is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. it's amazing. The art's really cool. Um, it's just like little like drawn art and stuff like that. But yeah. it's definitely something that I would super recommend. And that was Florence? Yes. Florence. Florence. Great. I you, don't, should, you should check if it's on iPad. I'm actually not 100% sure. Why, would, why wouldn't you. it be on iPad? I don't know. Sometimes there's stuff that's only on phone that's not on iPad. Yeah, but you, know, you can still download. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm I'm just asking you to check. Well, thanks for asking me if I play anything, but my answer is no. <laughs> I, know it was, I knew it was going to be no. I don't really play much. Uh, I, I, Have you been I, watching anything recently? Uh no, <laughs> I uh, I ex- the only thing what I do, do you do John I I, uh, I reread the ending of uh of a comic book series that just recently ended a week ago called Invincible. Oh. It's actually one of my favorite uh uh well was long running uh, comic book series, and like it's it, it just has one of those endings that just really like I was like yeah this is completely acceptable for That's like good. a comic that ran for like thirteen years I think. Oh yeah, yeah. it was uh Walking Dead. 
The creator of Walking Dead, oh, Robert yeah. Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. Yeah. His his take on like basically if Spider Man had Superman powers, but like just really lays the stacks against him. Yeah. Like it's like it's it's so good, and just the way it ended, just like always, like it just it just it, like it did me well. It did me well. Um. Oh man. Yeah, oh, that's on here. Yeah. It's, it's Florence, great. three bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and it's cool. There's even moments where it, it makes you flip it from le- like portrait to like sideways, uh-huh. like in the game, and it just does like different storytelling things, and you like move around, and like it's just small little interactions, but it really makes you feel um, a part of it. And uh, through a, a lot of the stuff, when it's like them breaking up, it's a lot of like they're pretty like emotionally tough things because there's like a point where you're trying to put this picture of them together but they're slowly moving away from each other oh. and so it's like it's really it's really good <laughs> so i just thought it was really good um i guess the other like thing we can talk about that happened this week was the nintendo direct on the yeah 8th of march which you know we knew it was happening it was kind of cool and it's like they're uh the thing i'm stoked about is super mario strikers and also uh captain toad which that mm. game looks awesome, and they're bringing <laughs> mm. that to Switch. Um, but then it ends with this whole just crazy hype of the Smash Brothers reveal. Yeah. Which it's just like, they're like, oh, they do this whole like five-minute thing on Splatoon. You're like, oh, God, who cares? And it's like, all right, we got one more thing. It's the Splatoon characters running around. You're like, all right, cool. And then it just stops. Everything fades to black. Just the one little squid kid standing there. <laughs> she turns around, and in her eye is a reflection of a flaming Smash Brothers like emblem. And you're like, Oh my god! <laughs> and from what it sounds like, it's a whole new Smash. It's yeah, not. It's yeah. not a port. They don't really give much clues about it, but no, like just from the following information that's come out yeah. since then, like the original guy who did it, Sakurai is on it, and he's like the godfather of you know everything Smash, and like he's in complete control. It sounds like everything is gonna be like you know it. It's probably gonna be like a one point five from the. Yeah, version exactly. where it's going to be the same engine and everything because really they don't need to change the graphics at all but like you know hopefully new levels and a lot of stuff and i mean even with breath of the wild link versus standard link would yeah. assume that there's a new type we don't know yeah but that was pretty sweet i mean i'm i'm really curious to see how the switch what they're you know nintendo's always looking to how they integrate their gameplay mechanics to their new games so i'm really curious what about the mobility of the switch is going to play into the game if at all like i'd be really i mean i would think it'd be so dope if you could play that game where you could just like bluetooth or you know like direct connect yeah like like a street pass sort of thing. yeah like yeah like just like get a duel like i mean you can already do that basically with mario kart because you can basically create rooms that are just ad hoc where it's just local Mm -hmm. and play with people like we've done that before we've sat in the same room Mm -hmm. and we've played yeah, we did that before. I don't think we have. Maybe it was me and Ryan. Yeah. Uh, but you can sit in the same room and just, like, create a room and then just race against each other without using, like, Wi-Fi or anything. Right. Like, um, so you can do a lot of stuff like that. So, yeah, with Smash Bros., it's going to be awesome. I just, if there Although, was just, like, eight a, players on those t- tiny little well, screen. Even if it was just, like, you know, like, the duel. Like, you're walking yeah. down the street and suddenly your thing just, oh, like, yeah. rumbles and someone's, like, someone's ready to duel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I was like, it was like, you know, Smash Bros., you know, it's cool. You know, get one for the Switch. That's awesome. I was like, man... I'm still waiting for like a new Pokemon Stadium or just something along those oh, lines, man. so we can do something like that. Well, I mean, they're working on a new Pokemon game. That's so well for the console, but like we have no idea what kind of game it's supposed to be. Yeah. What an old golden gem from 
All the little mini games. Oh, man. Like something, something we were, we're like Stadium that. was so good. Snap, stadium Snap. Like just, they were just like teasing uh, us Pokemon with the potential of so like a, like a 3D world for Pokemon. And they just never, they just never did anything more with it. That's why I'm surprised they didn't do some kind of Pokemon Snap integration with Pokemon Go. Right? Right. And perfect. Perfect. Like, because you can literally AR and like take pictures with Pokemon. Give them scores. That's Pokemon Snap. That's all it is. It's just you just giving scores. Yeah. Like, right. come on. It's so easy. It's right there. It's right there. Also, segue into uh, <laughs> there's a new Jurassic Park game coming out that's basically Pokemon Go, but for Jurassic Park, where you catch dinosaurs and then you can have them fight each other. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's up your alley. Great. <laughs> it just sounds so goofy. It's so it weird. Is so goofy. <laughs> Well, then, like, Niantic is working on a Harry Potter game. Yeah. Oh, is it Niantic that's doing it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. But I don't, does it have the same sort of Pokemon Go world? It's going to, it's Fantastic Beasts, so you're catching beasts, but then there also is, like, a wizard battle part of it. Interesting. That's the fun part. But, like, what, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't actually need to. That's exactly right I don't need to be face-to-face with somebody to do that. I just like the idea of, like, walking around, like, oh, there's another wizard around here. Wonder who it could be, dun, and just dun, like dun, play dun, 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 <laughs> like just walking. Uh, yeah, the, the the trailer for that would be perfect. Dark Knight, Misty, just person with their phone. You just start hearing the vibration, <laughs> yeah. and then it just plays the dun dun dun, and then you see someone walk into like a like uh, um, a street light, and you just see them from across, and then they just turn into wizards, and just like it sues a bell. That's that's your that's, that's your you need. that's all that's you need. your trailer right there. I'll just go shoot that. All right. Bye, right? guys. <laughs> See you, guys. Um, You're welcome, Harry Potter. Right? Totally. Like <laughs> I just gave that help. to you. Yeah, like they need our help. Um, that's kind of all. I mean, I've been watching a couple shows, but I've just been rewatching Community recently. Oh, I've been rewatching the shit at Community recently. <laughs> also, first time re- uh, viewing two, technically. But yeah, because you said you've watched like parts of it, but not like yeah. just straight through. So I've probably seen the whole series like three times in the past month or so. It's so it's just, such a good show. I just watched the latest season of Ultron that dropped oh, at Emerald yeah, City. Yeah. Um, it's only six episodes. Oh, really? Which is like the last season was six not, episodes. Not, not even like, oh, was it? Was yeah, last? the last two seasons have been six episodes. And so like huh. the animation is beautiful. Yeah. But like. Yeah, there's weird concessions. It was just a, sort of a weird like. I Okay, one thing I'll give it. This, I don't want to spoil too much, but this season really. It's one of the better ones where it's like, what happens if an, like an evil empire collapses? Right, oh, okay. like the whole thing, like we talk about, and like you know, the Rebel Alliance wins or oh, whatever. Yeah, the vacuum but, that but is, but the, then yeah. it's talking about like how do you actually handle that fallout? Yeah, and so like it was really like more about politics than it was like action. It was really about like oh, like we need to establish a new order to the universe. How do we do this? Like a first order? Like a uh, wait? No, no, <laughs> they're not Nazis. Um, well, maybe. Mm. I mean, the first order is. Uh, yeah, not, yeah, I'm just. <laughs> not, uh, not, 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 yeah. not, not Voltron. Voltron's not. <laughs> they're not. They're nice people. Um, Until Pal and then I also started watching The Frankenstein Chronicles starring Sean Bean. Is that like Does a BBC show? I'm assuming he It's dies. a Netflix show. It's actual Netflix show. Netflix show. I thought it had two. Doesn't it have two seasons? Nope. Just one. No, one season? Just one season. Oh, okay. Um I mean, he hasn't died yet. I haven't oh, finished the oh, season. He's yet. coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. What character is he in that show? He's the main character. Frankenstein or the is no, 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 so, so Frankenstein's monster. So Frank. So <laughs> uh, Frankenstein's Chronicle is a little misleading 
Because it's actually it's just a guy named Frankenstein. <laughs> Nothing to do with the myth. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Just some normal guy named Frankenstein. He gets that a lot. It's the whole it's like, a Dracula, <laughs> Dracula MD. You know, it's just about like, a, yeah, a doctor named Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like um, it's like a young Frankenstein, except he never actually becomes Frankenstein. <laughs> Yeah, is that that's, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, what it's about is it's about a um, officer in London during uh, just like the end of the Georgian era, Georgian era, beginning of the Victoria era. Oh, totally. Um, <laughs> and the, the officer is named Marlowe, and he's investigating. Um, they find a body that washes up on the the Thames. Is the body Frankenstein? Well, it's. Or Frankenstein's monster. Something similar. Um, it's a child, and they when they do further investigation, they learn that it's actually not a child. It's eight children sewn together into a single uh, corpse. Uh, um, and so he's trying to figure out. So it's a comedy, is what you're. Yeah, thinking. exactly. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, so it's a murder mystery, and he's trying to investigate this sort of. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein esque thing, and Mary Shelley's yeah. in it, and her books in it, and it's tough. oh, interesting. Okay, um, and so it's, it's kind of like they're thinking that this is like where she got the idea from, or more thing. like someone got the idea from her book. Gotcha. Okay, and um, it's like a, set like, like a copycat um, killing. Yeah, it's set her. right when like the the surgeon law was coming into play, where you know back basically in this time period, surgeons couldn't practice unless it was on a uh, criminal that had been killed. Mm. So this was the law that was about to be passed that allowed them to use any corpse that was donated or like poor people or things. And so it was a big controversy. <laughs> no, really, no, like poor just, people, just dead poor like, people. You know, could, only criminals. You know, not even the poor could be killed. <laughs> you know, like cut apart. But now we can cut up the poor people. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And so it's it's about this sort of like change in. Uh, the law and medical stuff and, and also body snatchers and all this stuff. And it's great. Sean Bean is as always spectacular, really good atmosphere. I'm only halfway through, but it's got me. It's got mm. me. It's good. If you like, if you like your Victorian mysteries and it's really you know, bloody post Georgian, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, era My, stuff. No, Georgian sensibilities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, trying to think the only yeah, i've been starting this anime called girls last tour which is basically like these two girls that are like 15 to 18 that are have kind of like this it looks like a post kind of like world war ii era world if everything got bombed because mm-hmm. they're the only ones that are there at the beginning of the show they meet like a couple people not very many but it's basically just like a slice of life show about them kind of trekking through this post-apocalyptic world um it's pretty interesting so far. It's got a lot of like weighty stuff as far as like dealing with loss since like the, the people they meet are different kinds of loss. Um, so it's an interesting show. It's really, you know, it's cute. You know, they've drawn the characters to be cute and stuff and the interactions they have are interesting and it's really just simple and it's kind of calming. Mm, nice. nice. Cool. Um, well, let's move on to our main topic this week, Yeah. which the reason I wanted to talk about this was because of our Black Panther viewing. Okay. Um, because <laughs> it just drove me nuts and I hate it. And so we're going to be talking about movie theaters this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things. Um, it just, it made me want to talk about it because I think there's a lot of like, I know so many people who just refuse to go to the movie theater. And I think it's something that's just, that's wrong. <laughs> like, 
Mm. Like they're happy to watch it just on yeah, the Yeah, like it's yeah. crazy to me. Like there's such like there's certain movies that I just don't even ever want to watch just in my home after the fact, after I've seen it in theaters. No. Like uh, an example of that being like Interstellar. Right. I almost have no like want to ever watch that movie again because I know it's not going to sound as good ever as when I got to see it, listen to it in Dolby Atmos. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I thought you were going to say Dunkirk, but uh, I don't really just care about Dunkirk as no, much. That's a shame. But I get it. Yeah. The, the I mean, it's the same kind of thing, but yeah. it, you know, it's the same kind of thing. Like, yeah, I don't think Dunkirk was come, come off as strong. No. If you watch that home. No, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Would you get that movie out? <laughs> and so I think it's just funny that like, I wonder what the like, and I know cost is kind of an aversion for a lot of people, but I think crowds can be too. But and, and like, mm-hmm. it's weird because like, you know, Black Panther, and then there was one other time with John that I've had like a really bad experience with people just talking the whole time. But I remember uh, there was this one time where we went to the theater and we were watching. I think we were watching a horror movie, and halfway through, someone must have spilled what's what seemed like an unlimited amount of soda on the ground <laughs> because. <laughs> I like it just like poured onto like the back of our feet, feet, feet. Um, and it was like, you could like, I was like moving my feet and it felt like it was just like a just giant puddle. And like, it just was just like beneath. And it was just like, man, this is just really distracting me from whatever movie we were watching. But it's just crazy how that can affect it. So I much. just don't believe you because you said we were watching a horror movie, which I know you don't yeah. watch horror movies. I've seen horror movies in theaters. <laughs> but, I think it was. Um, You're a liar. What was before Conjuring? Uh, Insidious. Yeah, I think it was Insidious. I don't think we watched Insidious. Either. I wasn't was with it you. The I never said it was Okay, with you. all right. I never all right. said it was. Oh, with I, you. I thought I was part of the story. Nope. <laughs> no, John, you're not part of every story. I, I want to be part of. I want to be part of everything. Well, like, what do you think? In your experience, why do you think people have such an adverse uh, kind of reaction to movie theaters? I think it's twofold. I think that crowds and other people can be such a big part of it. Or maybe threefold. Hold on here. Um, and the cost. Yeah. I think that, you know, food, you know, they just gouge you for what they're, you know. I think it's such a funny thing because that's what, like, everyone knows that. Right. You right. know, We've and it, known it's, that. It's, and I mean, I think our generation in particular has also watched it happen at such an extreme rate. Like, I remember as a kid, like, being able to get candy at the movie theater and get, like, the real, like, the things you would get at the convenience store versions of the candy yeah. instead of the weird like box with a bag that only has four things <laughs> in it. And you're like, what yeah, the such a strange thing? Why not just leave it in the box? It's so much quieter. <laughs> Don't put it in a plastic yeah, bag. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't get it out. <laughs> right. And so I think that is part of it. And I also do know that there is people with, for varying reasons who, movie theaters for how loud they are or how big the visuals are, you know, can cause headaches, uh, can be overwhelming or anxiety provoking. So I understand for some folks, like it's just like, it's debilitating to go to a movie theater, which legit, that is a hundred percent legit. And I am so thankful as a filmmaker and film connoisseur, a uh, cinephile that oh god i hate that word um just sound, it's one of those words that just, it just sounds, sounds bad gross. it sounds really bad um that i don't have that problem but man just for me personally like it's so hard when i hear someone say i don't like going to the movie theater because i'm just like that movie was made for that screen like yeah. everything about the experience is made for that screen and your living room will never match it Unless you're a billionaire. Unless you have the money, yeah. which is just more of an investment. And I know that most, a lot of people don't care. 
right? They just don't care about the, that experience. But as someone who invests my emotions and my soul into the art of filmmaking, it's, it hurts, man. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting going along with kind of what you're saying with <clears throat> being like overwhelmed by the experience. It's funny because I've gone to, you know, a ton of movies throughout my life with a bunch of different people. And for like me and John, we kind of like to sit dead center to where like the screen is kind of our whole yeah, we like like yeah, kind of part. the bottom of the stadium seats. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I know a bunch Prize. of people who like, oh, I have to sit all the way at the very back so That's that I can see the whole waste. screen, so I don't have to like look around. And it drives me nuts because I hate waste. sitting that far back <laughs> for me. But it's like, yeah, I, like it's just strange, like the different kind of like. I, I don't think anyone ever wants to sit in the very front because that's literally the worst seats ever. I don't even know why they put seats there. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> you know purely, for money. <laughs> purely for money. Because uh, the, yeah, the two times I've had to sit in the front row has been awful. Just I've, nightmare experiences. I've only had one good front seat viewing experience. I went to go see the Avengers, the first one. And oh, we had to sit in the front row. We had to sit in the front row because it was the only place in the theater that we could get four, like yeah. five, four or five seats consecutive. <laughs> and we were in the very front. And I just had so much fun with that movie. I didn't care that I literally like, yeah, could yeah, like yeah, touch yeah, the screen yeah, with my foot. I was in that theater with you, but I actually had friends that were in line early, and so I got good middle seats. <laughs> so I laugh at that thought now. I laugh. I say, <laughs> um, oh man, I. Uh, I just had a train of thought and I totally lost it. Yeah, I remember there was one, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, my birthday, uh, twenty the second, oh, I watched 22 Jump, Jump Street. Street. Mm-hmm. We went to a theater and it was like, oh, it was kind of like a last minute thing. So we went with a bunch of people and we had to sit in the very front. Now it's just, there are some theaters where the seats are like, okay, in the front row. But this one was one of those ones where like my neck was straight back. Mm-hmm. I'm like having to turn anytime like it's like a conversation. Like it was an awful experience. just like a whole three foot turn to go from one face to yeah, the other totally well and that was like <laughs> there was one time when me and john went and saw uh dark knight rises or was it just dark knight in omnimax it was dark, dark knight rises dark we, knight rises. you and i seen that movie together probably five times yeah we had seen it a bunch before like i can't imagine if that was your first viewing experiences because oh, so the no. the omnimax that we have that we had that they used to have it was like the full circle screen uh, the full dome um and so they they played it on that it wasn't like in a right. small section it was the whole thing and it was like the worst viewing experience because we sat basically right next to the where the projector is at the center <gasps> so we ideally should have had the best seats yeah. and it was just like you were literally like your whole head was turning like from like full left to full right like huh, yeah. what's happening <laughs> what's happening and when Bane's punching the shit out of Batman you're like oh, oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's happening yeah, it was so overwhelming uh, that was just an awful way like for all the, like the you know when you go and see nature stuff there it was perfect but that awful just yeah. straight straight bad that screen is meant for drone shots flying over beautiful beautiful landscapes anything else is just gonna make yeah, it was just... so crazy it's <laughs> weird have you been there since they've remodeled it i have not it's so just, it's just a normal screen now yeah, it's just a nice normal super theater. weird it's yeah. kind of like a bummer because that was like kind of the cool thing about it was how like yeah we probably had enough people vomit watching that screen i remember vertigo in that theater so bad yeah oh, I, remember, I remember the first movie movie that i saw there was when superman returns came out and on opening night they played it at the omnimax theater <laughs> And I remember thinking, like, this is going to be fun. And then, like, they did the classic Superman, like, uh, title. So it's, like, flying through space. I'm like, this is cool. Then the mo- rest of the movie start playing. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> this was not meant <laughs> this for this. This was not right. It's not right. <laughs> you know that someone just watched the opening titles and was like, this would be perfect. And yeah. forgot to watch the rest of the movie that way. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. oh my God, this is incredible. Cool. Stop the film. We just need to show this for everyone. Uh, <laughs> wait a second. Um, so obviously in our area, we have uh, a bunch of different types of theaters. What are your kind of favorite theaters to go to or chains? Mm -hmm. I, like I initially, I loved the living room theater oh, it's so good. Uh, in downtown Portland. So good. Uh, and then after that, mainly because a it's small and b it's reserved seating. Like it was like one of the first theaters in the area to have reserved seating, full lounge seats too. Yeah, and pretty good, pretty good price for the popcorn. Four bucks for a really nice like ceramic bowl full of it. Yeah. Uh, then after that, it was kind of like the next step up, which was the Cinetopia, which owns, which is the same like, chain, I guess, of living oh, room theater. It? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's the same. Oh, it's the same company. Uh, which is just a bigger, grander like theater, which has like gigantic stadium seats or twenty-one over like movie parlor seats that are just like lazy boys and stuff like that. And it's like that was cool, but like again, it was all stemmed from the fact that I could reserve seats. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's always been what made me like partial to a theater, like is whether or not I can be guaranteed good seats. Yeah, those two are definitely on my highlights. Like of like if I can like get the peak viewing experience i'm gonna to go to like cinetopia or living room yeah um but i mean nowadays like going out with you guys to seeing films using movie pass plug 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 yeah. um i i've been impressed on how much like cinemark has upgraded itself oh it's for really sure solid. especially from when like now. Before we had movie pass, me and John would always just go see movies, and most of the time we would go to Regal. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while we go to Cinemark, and they used to be so bad. So I remember when bad. we we had to see Wreck It Ralph at the Cinemark that was by uh, the Beaverton Mall. Is that where we watched it? Yeah, because no. it was the only other one that's on this side, and it was just the worst. Hmm. And yeah. then like you know a couple so years good. later, like the one that's by closer to you, it's awesome. Like, yeah, they they completely updated. It except for the them. the one we were in, I think it was. Coco, those seats were like just old or whatever. Yeah, like that oh, one man. corner room that we've had to be in a couple times, <laughs> where like the seats just make you fall out of them. You're like, no, I want to sit in this seat, not slide out. Yeah, I mean, I think Cinemark has gotten better. Regal, I just hate their concessions. They need to <laughs> get that. Regal together. has sort of fallen behind in my mind. Uh, um, totally. Like some of them was really good, some of the theaters, but some of the theaters, yeah, like, just like a whole theater building will just be awful. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's what's tough. Some of the like the theaters are bad. Yeah, like, they won't renovate, but especially they'll, uh, on the they'll east like, side. Oh, hey, we'll, we're we're serving alcohol now. Okay, hey, like all of our theaters are doing reserved seating. Okay, but we're not going to renovate any of our buildings, right. And change yeah. anything. So like, uh, I'm surprised <laughs> Cinemark hasn't picked up alcohol. Um, just because probably just crazy expensive. Yeah, but Liquor licenses, man. I expect it now. <laughs> but I think I think that just shows the size yeah. difference between Regal and Cinemark. Um I know that And they also they have their stupid concession system where they like they don't want people to actually help anyone. Yeah. I mean I mean <laughs> one thing one one thing I will point out is I really do like some of the local chains. I like where the Hollywood Theater is now. I like um it's not a great one, but Cinemagic. Mm. And then um the uh, Baghdad theater are some of my favorite, like smaller chain theaters. Some of their screens are still like, I think Hollywood is way better now. Now that they have a full new sound system. Yeah. Full new versus like, the one giant <laughs> yeah. speaker. Um, but the reason I usually like those ones is if I can't afford to go to, um, Cinetopia or, or living room theater, their food usually is way better. 
and their food selection. Yes. So that's one reason I like them. Like I like sitting there having like a full on burger while I am watching a movie. Like I that's think that's great. such a the weird part because there's a there's a theater down the road from here called the Valley Theater that mm-hmm. when I was a kid used to go to all the time. Yeah. Because um, they had like two dollar movies and so my parents would always take me that but. It was a couple years ago. It was before I was 21, so I think I was like 19 or something. Me and my sister were like, oh, let's go watch, you know, I don't even know what movie was out. Yeah, The Valley. And we went, and they turned it in where they serve alcohol, but, like, it's 21 and over only. Weird. Oh. Huh. After, like, certain times. It's after, like, it's weird. It's after, like, four. Oh, damn. So it's just one of those, like, weird, like, prohibitive things where it's like, but I just want to go see a movie. Like, it's weird when places will only be. Right. Like I guess I can understand yeah. you serving alcohol because I can go to Regal. You serve alcohol, but it doesn't prevent me from going to a movie. Right. I think that's such a weird, interesting things with smaller theaters because in this, like in our community of Portland, it makes sense. Uh-huh. But it's interesting if outside of that in other cities, if they can do that. I think it might have to do with the cost of licensing. I wonder if like bigger theaters like Cinema Twenty One or. Uh, Cenotopia or um, Regal or things like that can afford a full pass alcohol because they can afford it. Yeah. But if you're a little mom and pop theater, you're yeah. like, I, I guess we can't have children in here when we serve alcohol. We're legally yeah. a bar now. So, uh, so, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, that may be what it is. It's just interesting. Like, it just seems I would be surprised if that exists outside of our like metro area just mm. because of portland being such a big like beer city yeah, we're super blessed with the cornucopia of different theater types right we have here yeah because i'm yeah i'm with both of you guys i'm very partial like if i want to like go and like make an event out of going to see a movie cinetopia oh yeah like no. super easy um i mean even like there. when uh when it was my birthday and jurassic world came out me and john did that during the day Oh, we did. Yeah, we I think, went, no, I think. Didn't you see it twice that day? I think I saw no, it. Really, we hung out the whole day. Dude. Remember, because we like we went to Best Buy and like bought a bunch of things and like cleaned my room. <laughs> That's what we did on our birthday. That's right. We did. <laughs> friendship, we friends. Did, yeah. True friendship. <laughs> but that was like, it was a weird like. I'm excited for this, but it became kind of a disappointing thing because for whatever reason that day the movie parlor was not 21 and over. And so there was like oh, a whole yeah. like group of kids oh, who were yeah. surrounding us in that theater. That's right. And it was kind of like, ah, this is hmm, this is different because you couldn't order pictures, right? Because of that, yeah, rough. So it's just like a weird like it didn't really it didn't really ruin the experience. And I still liked the movie when I watched it. When I watched it again, it's like ooh, kind of fall apart. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, that like idea is really cool. It just didn't work out. The only that's the only time I've ever been to like the movie parlor too. Um, yeah. And it was like, ah, it was kind of a bummer. But yeah, like I would totally do it again if like, hey, is this going to be only 21 and over? Cool. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was such a weird thing. We found out. We're like, wait, why are all these kids here? Oh, yeah, it's blah, blah, blah. Because that's when we try to order the drink. Oh, you know, during blah, blah, it's, you know, I think because we went and saw matinee or something. Yeah, probably like early morning matinees. And, and I was like, oh, oh that sucks. That's why oh, I, lo- I love when the, the opportunity arises and there's like a, an animated film, like a Disney film that's coming out. And like the same Toby will have like 21 and over room. And they're like, hey, they're going to play that movie without kids. Hey, I'll invite like, totally. Christy over like, hey, Christy, we're going to go watch this right now. There's going to be no children. It's only for us. Hurrah. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> no children at this children's movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have like a specific like best movie theater experience moment? Mm, the best. 
I've got a couple. The first one that jumps to mind is when I went and saw Dark Knight. Mm. Um, yeah. And I went for a midnight screening of it. Um, oh, yeah, we, we did that. We did that. And <laughs> it was night. one of the few times it was a packed theater, oh, and the audience was great. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where, like, they were ha- like, I, it's very hard for me to quantify what I consider a distracting audience versus a great interactive audience. Mm-hmm. Cause that's such a thin line to skate. And this audience reacted to the movie in ways that made the movie viewing the experience more exciting and more visceral and just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get they, they, him they Batman. Were, yeah. They were feeling the same things as you not trying to make people feel other things. Yeah. Right. And so, and there was no one like asking weird questions out loud or trying to like subvert what the movie was doing in any way. So it, it just felt like everyone was just like feeling the movie together. Yeah. So that was an awesome moving experience. Moving experience? <laughs> moving, it was movie both moving experience. and a moving experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine's actually coincidentally at the same theater watching Dark Knight Rises. Not the same uh, uh, room in, in, uh, necessarily, but like you guys were watching uh, a Nolan trilogy marathon. No, that was for Dark Knight Rises. That was, uh, this this was oh, for, for Dark Knight. This was for Dark Knight. We're all in the same theater for Dark Knight Rises. But yeah, you guys watched a, a three-part trilogy God, that was marathon. kind of like a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 12 hours of being in a like, this is This is kind of like when we first started kind of getting to know each other at the same time, too. But I was I was with my friends, uh, Mari and Manuel, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Waiting there for the midnight screening, and we got there like at six or five, and there's already there's already a line, and I was like looking at the theater that we're waiting for, and I was going, "There's a, what like this movie's still being used to play movies. What what's being what 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 movie's gonna be playing before it?" And I asked, "There's like oh, Amazing Spider-Man's gonna be playing before Dark Knight a Rises." True classic. Oh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, so no, it, it, no, it was, it was number one. It was one. What about it? Yeah, and I remember thinking like, "Huh." And so I convinced my, my buddies, like, hey, let's just buy tickets to the Spider-Man film since none of us saw it, and let's just sit there. And then we just, like, just sit there and see if, like, they'll just let us keep our seats. And we did. Spider-Man wasn't great, but we sat through the entire credits, and, like, the cleanup crew started coming in, and we're like, hey, we have tickets to the next screening in this room. Can we just stay here? And they're like, yeah, that's that's a cool. That's fine. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is actually working. And the whole crowd of like people that were in line come in and they just immediately all stop and stare at us going, the fuck? <laughs> 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 and, yeah, like, and like, yeah, we so we had solid seats for Dark Knight Rises. Great movie. Like, yeah. like I was like super like excited, like couldn't sleep at all that night after watching it. And like I was just like excited, like, hey, we just got to have really comfortable seats throughout the entire day yeah, and not baby. having to like Wait in line like the playing outside system. <laughs> How about you? I think, ironically, the one that kind of stands out to me is like the crowd subverting the movie. Um, but it was hilarious. So we went, it was when Spider Man 3 oh, was in I theaters. Mean, that's a good one to subvert. <laughs> yeah. And so it was really <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, I have another one too that I just remembered too. Um, it was funny because there was just like, there were guys that were like maybe two rows in front of me and my friends. And I just remember them just like having these like just jokes, right? The, like, Right at like the perfect time, like there was a moment where he's like walking around in the venom suit, and he was just like the one like, and they're both like they're both like teenage guys. He's like, "Mommy, what's happening to Spider Man?" Just like, like moving, and they were just firing off left and right. And it was just super funny the whole time. And, like, 
<laughs> just all these like different things and they were just really killing it um but another one i remember there was a there was a horror movie i went to and i didn't really want to watch the horror movie but the crowd like, the group that i was with the friends i was with were probably the best people to watch watch a horror movie yeah. ever because their just reactions were so broad and different like from someone just like screaming be like no and like someone jumping out of a chair and, like all these different things it was just like it was hilarious to just watch them yeah. watch the movie Amazing. and to the point where I was barely watching the movie as much as I was just turning and looking at them so to see their reaction. I also, <laughs> I had, I mean, probably one of my, the fondest memories I have of going to the movie theater is that um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy came out when I was in middle school mm-hmm. and my parents took me out of school oh, yeah. every so cool. year at the, at the thing. And we went together as a family oh, yeah. and we watched it in theaters in the middle of the day. And it was just like one of those magical experiences. Just like, here's a story that I love. I grew up as a kid with. And then having my parents like be like, no, <laughs> you're going to have this experience and like getting there and enjoying yeah. it. And just like, I can't even imagine like, how I could have experienced that any other way. But a fun movie experience I had was we went to see uh, Battle of for LA. Battle oh, of- God. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say I, I watched it too, but, right. but you know, like we I, went, I we wanted to go see a fun popcorn film and me and my friends all went and then the movie started and the sound was off. Oh my God. And so it started doing the regal cinema, like roller coaster. And we started doing the entire sound effects as a whole line of nice. people. And we were That's moving great. and the whole theater was like starting to go with us. So the whole theater started pretending it was a nice. roller coaster with us doing all the sound effects. So it was like the popping of the popcorn, the whoosh, <laughs> It was great. And then the movie started, and we started to lip sync to the movie. And then the audio came back, and we let it happen. (laughs) But there was nothing happening, so we were like, we were just like, opening shot wide, LA, doomsday. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, Yeah, I would say, like, I just love going to the movies. It's definitely like a full, like, Experience because, like, when I uh, one of the like most visceral reactions I've ever had to a movie was seeing the raid too, oh, in mm. theaters yeah. and just literally having just so much adrenaline after watching that movie. Like, I just don't, I can't imagine you would get that from just watching like a you know small, medium sized screen, like, just everything you're just like, I'm in this right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, so there's something so great about it. And I think, you know, plug for Movie Pass again, like, if you're someone who has been, you know shied away from the movie theater by the cost movie pass is definitely an option 10 bucks a month you can go to as many movies as you want you can just do one a day essentially um you can go to basically any theater most of them accept it um the only weird thing is you can't usually do like reserve seating but you can always like go there early and do that kind of stuff um something i'd super recommend if there's someone out there who doesn't know about movie pass who likes going to the movie theater but has always been shied away by the cost and Hammer Barrel is by no means sponsored by Movie Pass. But if they want to sponsor us, um, totally. No. I mean, no, really. Like, I slowed down going to movies because I couldn't afford it. I just, I would only make it a, like a special occasion thing because my budget wouldn't allow for it. But Movie Pass now has like, for the cost of one movie, I can see as all many the movies. movies. Yeah. It's like, that's just a no-brainer to me. A movie a day? Hell yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, even just being able to, like, when we were up in Seattle for Comic-Con, we went and saw Dark Crystal, and just being able to use it at that theater was like, oh, sweet, no-brainer. Like, yeah, this yeah. makes it way easier. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Do you guys have any closing things about movie theaters? 
don't be a jerk at a movie theater. Totally. Like yeah. you're it's keep it, to yourself. You know, like it's not your living room. We're all here to enjoy it. And unless just use your common sense on what is appropriate or not appropriate ways to react to a movie. Yeah. And also know that your voice carries in a room that everyone's quiet in. You know, and also don't pull out your phones. I don't need to see your glowing blue light across the movie theater because it might be on the lowest setting, but it's still distracting. Lowest setting is a phone in a completely dark room. (laughs) It's still going to be bright. Uh, On a similar note, if there is somebody that's being rude, you don't have to go at them with full intensity Mm -hmm. of being like, hey, shut the hell up. Like, because I remember when I watched it, I was literally sitting next to a couple that were just like, that were trying to act like they were going to be like, oh, yeah, like, like, dude, like, loud noises and thought the crowd was into it, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that. And I, so I, t- I turned to guys like, hey, man, like, I, I, like, I, like, I enjoy your enthusiasm. Like, you mind, like, keeping it down? Like, I'm trying to watch, like, I can't, like, hear the movie. And he was like, yeah, oh, sorry, man. Like, yeah, sorry. I'll, like, sorry, buddy. I'll keep it down. I was like, that's cool. Like, you actually, like, like, I was, I came the at him one soft. time someone ever <laughs> took criticism with a, like, oh, yeah, sure. I came at him soft and he, like, understood. Like, it was like. You know, it's like it's like you don't need to like always go at them like at full hundred percent, but sometimes you do. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you need to bring down the righteous fury. Yeah, sometimes you got to. <laughs> also recognize who's making the sound. I was at Last Jedi. A kid was having a blast, and someone oh, yeah. just shouted at him, "Shut the fuck up, kid!" And it was just like, man, this kid's seen Star Wars in movie theaters. I'm sorry that you grew up mind. and never got to see Star Wars in movie theaters. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But this kid gets it, so don't. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's like, no, you know the audience. Be respectful. Yeah, being a jerk goes both ways, guys. <laughs> Way. Cool. Well, that's another one in the can. And the barrel. Yeah, yeah. Break it. <laughs> what? Barrel it. Do what? a barrel roll. Do a break it. Do a break it. Pop it. Break the barrel. <laughs> da, 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 da. Twist it. <laughs> um, as always, you can find us on the social medias. Uh, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> if you go to mine, Robert David Burry, you'll find me there. If you go to Facebook, search Hammer Barrel. If you go to iTunes, search Hammer Barrel. If you go to SoundCloud, Stitcher. We'll soon be on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Aren't yet. iHeartRadio. <laughs> what in. else, Rob? Tune in. Uh, Google Play. Uh, we're going to be on Google Play, oh, too. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah. I actually do things. Big day, here. friends. Big big day. Um, But yeah. Have please, a good week, guys. Please, please leave comments. Yeah, it helps us out a ton, honestly. It makes a huge, huge deal. Especially if we can get to, I think it's around 10 reviews on iTunes. We'll actually have a review. Oh, my Because right God. now we have no stars. Oh, my Because we don't have enough reviews. But I think that the magic number is 10. Go for it, friends. Um, so we can get that. We've got two currently, so we need eight more. So that would help us out a ton. Do I can't it. make eight more accounts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like that would take that much time. Um, but yeah, have a good week, guys. Bye. See you guys.